Marike de Wijze van Heeswijk is hij PhD researcher at the Radboud University in Nijmegen. She specifically researches how a game facilitator and games influence the learning process of professionals. Yunyan Tsai is an international facilitator. They have a conversation about playful learning and the role of the facilitator in that process. This conversation is divided in five separate podcasts. In this podcast, Marike and Yun Yen talk about voids and sessions to be filled through different roles and by different persons. I, I tend to think um, that the facilitator fills in the voids that are present and needs to, to show how this void eh, in, in the presence of the capability of the group can be filled in so the group can learn, watch and become experienced with it and take it over. It's a sort of gradual uh, process of that. It's nearly like uh, a 10-step plan. (laughs) No, it's not. (laughs) If it would be that simple, we wouldn't have any problems in the world. I think I heard a fact sheet to uh, to spread. (laughs) No, but you read all these series on teamwork and cooperation and project management and change management and all these role descriptions... But in general, I think the facilitator always takes up the role that's not present, or the roles. For for instance, a group can be very insight-oriented, or maybe the other end around, uh, like uh, being uh, too aware of the environment so they do not perform themselves. And she's exactly in the void that is present, the the facilitator steps up, it's the, the... the clear vision from outside that clears up the group dynamical process hmm. or, or, or a personal process hmm. of, of a person that... Uh, hmm. I thought you said voice, but you say void. Void, yeah. yeah. That's an em- empty Yeah, an empty spot. place that's not uh, filled in. That's, not, that's why it's out of balance. Yeah. And that's also, if you cooperate with all the facilitators, uh, you have to let go some roles so others can take them. Huh? So you are in balance and you can, can keep the board balanced. Yeah. Yeah, you, you bring back a lot of scenes <laughs> in my happening. mind. <laughs> I wish I could put a camera in your head. Yeah. <laughs> it would be very interesting research material. <laughs> yeah. But there's lots of theory and ideas written on that. that mm-hmm. That's useful for different kinds of situations you engage in. Also on different levels. Sometimes it can be very personal, emotional, but sometimes it can be very meta level or group level, group specific. Eh? There's a certain combination of a certain people creates a, a certain kind of behavior. For eh, Voerster wrote about it, a sociologist, that they create eigen behavior. He called it actually eigen behavior, while well, he's a German. It, uh, it's a sort of mixed word of Dutch and, mm. uh, and, uh, and English. Uh, but it's specific group behavior that, that uh, gets out of a group of specific individuals. And also, people generate patterns really quickly. And that's the way we survive via assumptions and decision premises in a scientific term. Mm-hmm. And a group is formed so quickly. 
Haven't you, have you also noticed that if you perform a game and they have badges or some symbols that are attached to certain roles, that those symbols, symbols often bring assumptions with people and they start to behave that way? Um, so, for yes. instance, I have a badge, it's called director, and a person yeah. has an idea what that director needs to behave like. Yeah. And that is, is, is starting to play out. Well, that's not the correct real behavior of that person. So I, I never do batches with role descriptions. Yeah. I just name a fake role they can fill in yeah. in their own style. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm thinking of one uh, event that, uh, that, that sticked to my eye, I think. Um, one person uh, was the financial controller and uh, the person really liked the role and uh, I could see Those are always, always most dangerous. <laughs> Which I agree. <laughs> but it was nice to see that the person uh, really acted out his uh, assumptions and expectations of a financial controller. Afterwards, the individuals uh, reacted on the role. Uh, it was a nice, uh, playful relationship. So the, that relationship continued in the sessions and during the days. S uh, and um, uh, it, I, I think it, it added to new relationships in the group so I do agree with you that um, uh, it helped in establishing uh, new relationships and seeing each other in a different light during these trainings the I know the night before they come in uh, the night before the the training they would meet each other in the hotel but it's not a formal situation, so it's a bit informal. And who they are and whether they do really do see each other, I'm not so sure. So let's say training day in the morning, nine o'clock because it's Holland. <laughs> that would be the first time that they would be in a room. And um, yes, we would like them to form a group, but how much time do we have to shape that condition and, and help them forming. Can I take you a step back? Yeah. Because for me it's very logical to want to form a group. But why do we want to do that? Yeah, from my position I uh, we want to do that um, because we want them to learn together. So help each other in the learning process. Um, and also support each other, huh? so it's a safe supporting. learning process yes. where everyone uh, yes. can learn yeah. without yeah. Uh, being mocked. Yeah. Um, we we also want them to form a group that will uh, survive uh, in time. So after the training. Uh, we we wish them well and and still be able to reach to each other uh, in a professional way, but also in uh, in a personal way. 
um, to to reach that goal, you sh we should you know start with building the group. Yeah. And uh, what I want to say is, um, I find the training. Uh, um, I. Every time I have seen the individuals becoming a group by themselves as well. So um, I tend to think, uh, oh, you know, it, it's not only our work, definitely not. Uh, perhaps 70-75% is their own intention and the chemistry among individuals, the, the happiness to be abroad. Uh, and, and do stuff together. Uh, it could be sightseeing, it could be working together. So, uh, although, you know, we, we have a conversation about the work as a facilitator, there's so much going on in, in the group and, uh, you know, it, it, we are not controlling or, or influencing that much, mm. perhaps. It would be... Um, uh, what's the word for it? It would be arrogant to yeah. think that we influence that that we influence so much. Yeah, I think uh, we, we shouldn't forget that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But but what are the things you do to create a group? Create a safeness in the group and to get them working together. Um, I. Uh, uh, I don't have to, you know, like a list, uh, these are the things I do. I, I can refer to what happened. Um, one, uh, one thing I like to, uh, to mention is I make mistakes. And they are huge sometimes, you know, it's visible. It's visible or... It, it Wrong kind of socks or what kind of mistakes are <laughs> writing things, about? You know, <laughs> writing things down in a, in a wrong way or uh, misinterpreting, you know. Uh, um, uh, pra practical, let's say practical mistakes. Uh, and I find them awkward. But sharing this awkwardness... <laughs> <laughs> And also laughing about it, you know, that in the end is one of the things that will create safety, I think. Because yeah, they can look, really. I, I also know you as a person that prepares very meticulously, very yeah. thorough. And then it still happens to you. Yeah. So in, in, in your authenticness, it's really a big mistake. Well, yeah. for another person, it wouldn't be, but you express it like that. Yeah, it's, um, but it's a, it's a true, you are right, it's a true mistake, it, because it's something that I could have prevented, uh, you know, I could have prevented it to, uh, to happen, and I, uh, I also want to say, uh, I, it's not that I aim for perfectness, or mm -hmm. per per perfectness, what's the word? Yeah, yeah, perfectness. I don't aim for it, but I do aim for let it be, you know, as good as possible. Uh, if I can make things all right during preparation time, I should do that. If the the awkwardness or the fault does occur during the session, then uh, it's okay. Actually, it's okay. 
and it's okay you know to to say oh i, I didn't want this to happen but it does happen <laughs> you know it's life you know yeah. also in this session it's life yeah. and um uh, i i i do have a lot of fun you know when when something that i plan doesn't work out yeah. it's so much fun you can laugh about, about myself yourself. first yeah. uh, first of all about myself and then of course in the in the second moment i think oh uh sorry dear group <laughs> how does this affect you <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then uh, i guess they will come up with an answer as well yeah, yeah. so that's one thing i could do to to help them to form uh, a group and I remember one time that one of the individuals, one of the participants, uh, didn't have his suitcase. I think we talked about yeah. it. Eh? The luggage was was somewhere at uh, at some airport, uh, and not with him. And he was very, very frustrated by it. Uh, the person was very angry uh, at uh, everybody, and I could imagine it uh, after a long trip and a night and you still don't have your own belongings with you uh, and this happened before I introduced myself so I could see that the person was irritated and thinking about it now uh, I knew s the safety was not okay in the room because one person was really you know ang angry so before I introduced myself, I mentioned the situation uh, that uh, one of us uh, lost uh, his luggage and uh, asked the whole group, what can we do uh, to help him? But I had, actually I started with the question, how can we help you? And he was so surprised by it. Yeah getting the attention and not you know not a bad kind of attention yeah. but the attention for his worries and for his uh, feelings of just not being comfortable over there uh, I thought it was a logical thing to do a logical thing to do because if he says if he says if he if he would have said yeah I, I really need um, a clean shirt I think so something like that happened uh, one of the other um, participants w was surprised about the question too and said, oh, what can we do for him then? And I said, well, perhaps you have a big t-shirt in your suitcase. I don't know, but that's perhaps a thing we can offer. Mm -hmm. It is in our own hands and influence to help somebody. And um, I think it took a one minute that he got calmer and could, you know, could pass the attention back to yeah. the group, and that means to me too, and then I could start. Yeah. Then I could start, and after uh, a few hours, I think at the end of the day, he took uh, he took the microphone. He he stepped up and he said, uh, "I started very frustrated." But uh, after these hours being with you, and uh, uh, I decided not to return to my country. 
and I will stay for the rest of the training. Wow. Yeah. He did say it. So those were the words. And of course, we have seen his, you know, ha how he said it. And he was convinced and relieved that he that he has taken that decision too. And I think I was most um, moved by the fact he took the moment to say it. To yeah. say it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a good confirmation. Yeah, a confirmation. What you hope to achieve. Huh? Yeah. This is a podcast in a series of five. The other episodes are Integrity and Playfulness Connected. The facilitator reflects Let grip go, let trust grow. And The Power of a Facilitator. Thank you for listening.